the mic that time but it's fine <laughs> yeah we should be good where are you let's make sure i'm still recording yes i am all right because logic pro is being a bitch today is it yeah i fucking spilled my goddamn iced coffee that i made and i was so proud of because like i made coffee the night before just like so i can freeze it into cubes so this morning when i made my iced coffee and it melted you know like i would just get more coffee but I sat down on my table, went to go set up, and bumped it with my big old fat ass, and it spilled <laughs> everywhere. And there's like one of those things where you just all you can do is just stare into the abyss and just like living your disappointment. It's like, yeah, it's like, oh, that's my life. But that's a good like segue into this episode because there's a lot of despair and disappointment. Right? <laughs> so uh welcome back to Bros Murder. I am Andre, and this is Battle. There we go. <laughs> I can. I don't know if you can see you pointing at you. Yes, I could see you pointing at me. And uh, this week we're gonna get real uppity because we got some bullshit to talk about. <laughs> There's no other way to explain it other than just a sheer amount of bullshit that I would say is unprecedented, but we're not surprised. I'm not. Right. It happens too I often. Have... Yeah. Yeah, it so, happens way too often. Because we were going to do it on this one case, but then like a day after, we had another incident of the same caliber that popped up. So we're just going to talk about both of them. So uh, I think you should start because the, your case happened first. Okay. You know, we do it that way. I just have to say that it's two in a row for like shitty cases. really easing your way into it (laughs) welcome to the podcast (laughs) i mean in reality though like what case isn't shitty when most of them involve innocent people and this incident is super unfortunate it's like very unfortunate so i think i would imagine that most of our listeners have some type of social media yeah i I hope (laughs) specifically like facebook yeah or Twitter, probably like or Facebook, something. yeah, something in that realm. The big three. Yeah. So with with that with with that being said, I also would imagine that most of the ones that have social media would have seen or heard about like a video being released on May fifth of this year. I could be wrong. I don't know. I, I'm pretty sure most people seen it, but this wasn't like your like your typical shit posting or haha video <laughs> i do I'm, a lot of shit posting like. uh, i get banned from facebook all the time <laughs> <laughs> you do get banned from facebook randomly hit me up on instagram like yo <laughs> i got banned me. <laughs> i got banned <laughs> um so yeah this video was of a young ahmad arbery being brutally hunted down Hunted and gunned down, actually. I personally didn't watch the video. I I didn't want to watch it either. I I didn't watch it. I've heard people talk about it. But, like, for me, like, as a former hospital corpsman or a a medic, a combat medic, 
that has deployed to Afghanistan, like I've seen my fair share of what I think is gruesome to watch or see. Like I just don't like to like like it. I mean, I like horror films, but it's you know that's it's not, not real. Is, yeah, you know, yeah. So I will preface this around like I I don't like everyone. <laughs> but like I'm just gonna say it like I don't like a lot of people. That was very but, professional. <laughs> yeah, I still respect life and I respect people's lives. Um, but from what I've read or talked to people about like the video, I realized that the people's account on watching it was not anecdotal at all. It's it's a true nightmare. Like what happened. So for most of you that don't know. An unarmed black man, Ahmad Arbery, was out for a run, and about three minutes before he was gunned down in cold blood, he was he was in a pre-constructed house, so the frames were up, he was looking in a house, which the property owner, by the way, the property owner and the GBI, which is the Georgia Bureau of Investigation, stated that he didn't take anything or vandalize the property, and his actions, they weren't actually punishable, like, he was looking. But, people look. People like to look. I'm nosy too. Yeah. Like I know when there is construction going on, like around the like, neighborhood that I lived in, I've been into like houses that they're like not completely constructed, and it was just like looking around. Um, but whatever. I, it's it's un it's unknown why, but from the video that the, the video of him looking in the house, which I've seen, he was just there and. He didn't look. He was he was looking around, and it didn't look like he had any malice and like any in his actions or just being there. But what I found unsettling about the whole thing is that about all the all the research that I did, I didn't come across anything that talked about like his life or who he was as as a person or his accomplishments or anything like that. Only things about the case, which I get, I think that's important, but I also think it's important to talk about him as a person and what he did in his short, I think, 25 years. Yep. He was pretty young, and it sucks. And I also saw, like, some news articles or some people, like Candace Owens. I don't know if you know who that That is. That motherfucking bitch. Right. Like, they're trying to make justifications on, like, why he was targeted. And... I think that's just so fucking crazy. Like, it, it, it's crazy to, like, try to point out the finger. Like, yeah, he was doing this, he was doing that. Even though the GBI and the property owner was like, yo, he didn't do anything. I he saw was just this weird campaign on Facebook. All the people who are complaining about the fact that they're using his, like, yearbook photo and, like, all the news articles instead of a mugshot. And they were like, well, they're obviously trying to spin the narrative. It's like, no, motherfucker. When anyone dies, <laughs> they don't just use a mugshot. They, right? They always use, like, a nice photograph of someone who died. Because, like, that's just yeah. a respectful thing to do. You idiot. You obviously want to spin a narrative in a certain way by using a mugshot. Yeah, I, I think that's crazy. Like, they're, they're just trying to paint, like, a different picture of him. Because I don't mean to, like, talk about me, but, like... What if that were me? Exactly. Um, you could see the back of my wall. I have a shit ton of medals from like all the races that I've done because I like being outside. People, if I was killed, people wouldn't have known that like I was in the military. I'm an electrical engineer now. I, you know, I do a lot of different stuff. I volunteer with like my community. They would just say, "Oh, it's another black man." But it's like, there's more to me than that. Like, yeah. yeah, yeah, and, and that sucks. And I think that sucks that we have to justify ourselves in that way. We have to say. Here's a list of my achievements. Here's my fucking resume. I'm a goddamn human being. (laughs) Yeah. And 
it just sucks. And one thing I also wanted to say, something that I read on Facebook, and it's so true, it's black people are the only people that get blamed for being murdered. <laughs> like that's facts. Like, like right? Like we damn. Blame for being murdered. It's always and our like, fucking fault. Yeah. Well, 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 why are you in that neighborhood? Cause I live here. What the fuck? Like, <laughs> <laughs> like, yo, it, it just sucks. So that's like a little background about like my part of the um, podcast today is talking about Ahmad Arbery and how he was gunned down, and we have to recognize that it's a new case and it's still being developed, mm-hmm. but we can put together or piece together like a timeline of what happened, which I think would be appropriate. Um, So let's go back to February 23rd of this year, which I don't think people recognize when there was like the, the run, the run 2.23 miles that happened like a couple days after his death. It was because it was February 23rd was when he was murdered in cold blood. That's why we did the run. Yeah. Um, May 8th was his birthday, right? That's what May I did. 8th yeah. was his birthday too, yeah. So that's why we did on that day. But like I said before, Ahmad was out for a run, and we all know that. But while he was running, he was also being hunted, and then he was also eventually gunned down by Gregory McMichael, 64, and his son Travis, who was only 34. And if the names don't paint a good picture, just think of two potatoes with fuzz all over them. <laughs> right? Because they look like your stereotypical good old boys who like eat lead paint in a free time. Right, dude. They look pretty rough. Like, especially his son Travis. He was just, oh. he looked like, dude, what am I doing? Like, he was so confused. I like, just killed one <laughs> of them. That's it. <laughs> right? Right, bro. It was, yeah, garbage. But he was murdered, according to them, because he matched or they thought he was a burglar. And it was just like, mm, like, okay, dude, we not a good you're reason scared to kill of black people stealing from you. <laughs> yeah. You're afraid of black people stealing from you, and we get you're a retired cop. But if you see something, call the cops. They say but, see something, say something for a reason. Not yeah, see something, yeah. shoot something. <laughs> but then on the flip side, I think it's like a double-edged sword, because if we look the way that you and I do, or the way that Ahmad looked... I don't, it doesn't necessarily mean that we'd be able to walk away from that situation either. Exactly. I'm saying. So, like, I don't know. It was a double-edged sword. Either but, way, so it was not going to go in a mob's favor. Right. And still, I would have rathered them call the cops versus take the law into their own hands. Because at this point, like, I recognize that if someone were to call the cops on me for being black, I'll just let the cameras catch everything to shed light on what happened. Yeah. That is, if the person who took the video would post it and share it. Which brings me to William Roddy motherfucking Brian. The biggest idiot. He's a hero, but an idiot. Because he released... Uh, no, you, you explained it. Because this shit's funny. Yeah. So, William, he was the guy that captured the video, but also withheld the video for nearly two months. Two fucking months. Like, it's crazy, and now he's claiming that he had no involvement and that his family has been given death threats, among other Good. things. And I'm like, bro, like, you took the video two months ago and, and sat on never it. Said, yeah, never said anything, never did anything. Like, how do you go from filming a snuff video 
to being scared for your life. Like you weren't scared like, when you were taking a video. You was, you seemed fun. Right? Bitch, I wish people could see my face. Like what? Right? Like, <laughs> you weren't shy. I didn't see, I didn't see the camera waver not once. <laughs> like what person films a murder and just be like, bet I'm going to sit on this. Like who does that? He kept it, it too. Like why would you, yeah. why would you want to keep, like, are you watching it again? Like <laughs> it, I, I don't know. It's crazy. And to me, it doesn't make sense that he's acting all scared now because imagine how Ahmad felt when that was happening. And instead of someone stepping in to try to help and say like, yo, dude, chill the fuck out. You're being crazy. Let's figure Wait out what's going on. Wait till the cops get here. Yeah, that sucks. Or imagine how his family felt or how his family still feels to like have to lay their son to rest, their brother, you know. And didn't he say he released like, it because he thought it would help like clear their names? So... We'll get to that, but that had there was like another video apparently that was shot by oh. the lawyer that's the lawyer that's I think representing them, but I think I I mentioned that later. But I know that I'm glad he's under investigation and I hope that William Rody motherfucking Brian <laughs> will be held accountable because he's a dickhead. Something else that I noticed that was weird about this whole timeline was that there are a couple of attorneys that recuse themselves or better they said that they're unqualified to perform any legal duties because there is a potential conflict of interest or lack of impartiality meaning like they either worked with them or did something but one of the attorneys was um the brunswick area district attorney jackie johnson who worked with mcmichaels for over 30 years because he was a cop i think he was like a detective for her or worked for worked as a detective and office i believe but there's also george barnhill who was one of the prosecutors that first handled the case he recused himself himself because he defended like the actions that they like the murder yeah he said that he said that there was no reason or they were both justified using deadly force but george barnhill he also recorded a video of the shooting which was crazy because like was that like planned or something? Like, how so was he, he there too? Yeah, like so. That's what I, I read. Like, there was two different videos that were like released. So, or like, because the the one that the one that was fr- scared for his life, afraid for his life, he released a video. But there's another one which is a George Barnhill. He was a prosecutor that had a recording of a video or of a video, and he said that there ju- there was. It was crazy, like, that he just thought that it was, there was no reason to try them. But yeah, he has a video, and it was like he was following them. It, I just think, I don't know, like, if it was planned, or like, because I was talking to my wife, I was like, yo, like, this is weird. She's yes. like, yeah, did, did she, was, were they just like, yeah, follow us, just in case some shit happens, I need you to make sure everything's good. Yeah, let me bring like, my lawyer along with me in a lynch mob, like, what the right? fuck? It's fucking crazy. But around April, mid-April, Thomas Durden, he's also the he's also the Georgia Atlantic Judicial Circuit, was announced to be the next prosecutor in Ahmad's case, but ultimately it switched to Joyette Holmes of Cobb County Judicial Circuit. This also leads now to like the video release, which was around May 5th. And within a few days, obviously people became like naturally like outrage yeah which it's upsetting to see yeah dude 
it's so fucking crazy and i think about it all the time it, i'm glad that with the video being released it did bring his murder ahmad's murder to like light and the murderers were finally apprehended and that happened two days after the video was released um both both of them were charged with murder and aggregated assault what's really crazy about this is that Georgia is one of the few states that has no hate crime laws. So they won't be charged with I'm not why am I not surprised? Hate crime. Bitch. Why am I not surprised? <laughs> Yo, like, yeah, they don't have a hate crime law, but the Justice Department is considering it to be a hate crime because I think they escalated the um, case up. Well, thank um, God. One of the crazy things that I know what I read about this case or like this whole thing that happened was that there were neighbors that were following him to try to get like pictures because they didn't recognize they didn't recognize who he was in the neighborhood and apparently in that neighborhood crimes were being being committed by an unknown person. I mean, okay, I get that, but I'm curious that if it were a white man running if they would have wanted to take pictures also, or if he would have been killed also. No, I had something I similar. So when I first moved out here to this area in Jersey, which is like a real like hick part, I used to run up and down my street and there's a little cul-de-sac at the end. So I would go up a mile, go into the cul-de-sac and then run out. And this fucking old lady, old white lady, would stand outside whenever I came out running to watch me. And then she would get laughing and be like, I'm just making sure you're leaving the neighborhood. What do you think what? I'm gonna do? I'm obviously running. I'm, I have a head. I'm obviously a runner. You think I'm just gonna run inside your house for me to break in? And if I was, what are you gonna do? All right. Oh, Jesus, dude, that is fucking crazy. That doesn't make any sense. But whatever. I don't know. I guess currently the state law officer investigation is like they're investigating the allegations of misconduct by local prosecutors. So. Like, that's at the request of the GBI, the Georgia Bureau of Investigation, though the state office is getting investigated, and I think that's good, and I think hopefully it'll shed light on, like, the racism in that area. Yeah. I I hope it, I really hope it does, and I hope that it's going to bring a lot, I don't know, when things like this happen, I would imagine that more people would be held accountable. Yeah, but it doesn't seem like that happens. I, I, I thought it was just the two of them, but it seems like they had like a whole fucking gang behind them. Yeah, so like it was just people trying to take pictures, and like, I don't know. And that's the thing, like, like how many people saw the killing? The then? whole neighborhood, like, yeah. And they were try- they were talking about how they're trying to make a citizen's arrest, but like in order to make a citizen's arrest, like you have to fucking see them do it. Like you there can't has just, to be like, a crime. Oh, this is the person. Like, yeah, you can't just. Yeah, you can't go on like, a, off a hunch. <laughs> Yeah. You know, although there's investigations and the arrests have been made, we have to hope that the justice system holds these people accountable for the actions that they've done and, like, the life they've taken and the lives that they've ruined along the way. But that's what I have. But I do have a side note, and I just want to say, like, this absolutely sucks, and it sucks for many reasons particularly for being black outdoors the outdoors should be for everyone and the the universe is is for everyone like that's just it and what if Ahmad was training for something or some type of sporting event and yeah we get it like 
he wasn't dressed like he was. I seen that comment too. Someone was like, like, "Who runs in boots?" I was like, "Well, okay. First off, stairs in military. I right. do the Spartan race every year, so yeah, we run in a Spartan race. I have to run in my fucking uniform, combat boots. So when I train for it, I run in my combat boots." Yeah. Not to mention like workout gear, running clothes, like in it that's fucking expensive. Like oh, for fuck a yeah. good pair of like running shorts is like easily 50, 60 bucks. And I just like, spent 130 bucks on Fabletics. <laughs> yeah. So there you go. Like maybe he couldn't afford it at the time. We don't know. Like we don't know the circumstances on like why he was running the way he what was running. There's no telling. Um But outside isn't fucking a death shouldn't be a death sentence for anybody. <laughs> Right, and it just sucks that if he was training for something, let's look at triathlon, something that I do, like, people of color make up less than a percent of triathletes, and how are we able to, how are we supposed to feel comfortable going outside training for something like that when we already are, a, there's a huge minority, we're a huge minority in that those types of events. And it sucks. Like, we can't just stereotype people and assume that they're going to do something wrong. Because, like, if that's the case, every, like, white man that I see, I should be afraid of them. Oh, yeah. I should be terrified. Up, like, my school, shoot up my place of worship, or, you know, when I go to the movie, I should be afraid of that. But no, like, I don't do that. Like, it's stupid. I also need, I also think that we as a community need to continue to work with each other and get through these times of difficulties and we need to protect each other from things like these happening again. And finally, for all the people that say all lives matter, I will say that when black lives matter. Preach. Fucking preach. Because they're not acting like it. Right. Yes. I, yeah. But that, that's hopefully we'll have an update on the on this on this case whenever we whenever they decide what's going on but i I really hope that there's i hope justice is served and i hope they don't get a slap on the wrist because it's it fucking sucks and that's this segue into another shitty awful case (laughs) So just just a few days after Americans, and especially black Americans, are still trying to make sense of Ahmad's death. Well, his murder, sorry. Another hashtag started trending on like Twitter and Instagram on social medias, because that's how it always starts. Uh, the hashtag was justice for Shane Reed. He was a 21-year-old former airman who was shot and killed in Indianapolis by police after following a like short car and foot chase that he actually broadcasted on uh, Facebook Live. Like he had his phone out and was broadcasting it, and they were unaware that he was broadcasting. Uh, he was an active duty airman, first class in a security force field. I'm not an airman, I'm army, so I don't know exactly what their terminology for stuff is. Yeah, Navy. Yeah, so Air Force, y'all go hoorah. I know y'all two mile run is like shorter than ours, so <laughs> <laughs> I'm jealous at your PT test. That's all I have to say. <laughs> so he was uh, serving for nine months and was stationed in Texas. He was also a student and got out at November like 2017. So he was out of the Air Force for a little bit and he was still just going to school and being a normal 21 year old, according to all reports. And, like, on paper, he seemed like your average American. Like, he joined the military to serve his fucking country. He's going to school. Like, that's, what, that's, like, a part of the American dream, right? Yeah. <laughs> well, that all came crashing down when 
he was gunned down and murdered in front of thousands of people online who were in horror at it. Yeah, that so fucking sucks. Around 6 p.m. on Wednesday evening, uh, the Indianapolis Police Department reported that they noticed a car was driving like erratically on I-65. So they started following him. The officer and Chief Randall Taylor began to chase the car and said he was speeding and almost allegedly hit another car. And unknown to them, when the chase started, Reed got on Facebook Live to start reporting what was happening out of fear and wanting witnesses just in case anything happened. Which shouldn't, which is like a second thought for most people now, which it shouldn't be a second thought. Like, oh, the police are coming, let me fucking record myself just in case I get murdered. So that sucks. Like you have to think about that. Like yeah. So he's driving and he's speaking to his viewers, describing like what's happening, where he's at, and he's telling them, "I'm gonna park here. Someone, please come and get me." Like he wants someone to come and help him because he knows this probably isn't gonna fucking end well because I'm black. Brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, weight gain. Maybe you think they're just part of getting older, but Midi Health understands that for women over 40, they can all connect to menopause. It's at the root of dozens of symptoms we experience, not just hot flashes. Midi clinicians are menopause experts offering safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. In the screen recording, you can see people in the comments like like laugh reacting and commenting, what's going on, LOL, because no one's really sure what's happening. And they're unaware that the situation is going to take a dark-ass turn. So he parks his car, gets out, and then starts running. Now, police say that he ignored all verbal commands, exited the vehicle, and started booking for it, which you can see in the vehicle. And then you also hear... 10, I counted, it was 10 to 15 gunshots, at least. And that was after you hear our taser being deployed. So he was tased in the back and then shot in the back. And then he hit the ground. So a short time after he hit the ground, uh, an officer came up, like other officers came to the scene and they're all joking and talking about what's going on. And you can hear one officer say, I think it's going to be a closed casket, homie. Motherfucker, dude, like what? Unaware that he's saying this to an audience of horrified onlookers and on the phone. (laughs) Yo. And then the comments, people are saying, oh my fucking God, he doesn't know that we can hear him. And then a detective, uh, he he goes to the phone and notices that it's recording. And you can see him try to hide his face with like a little clipboard before picking the phone up. But we are, everyone saw who the fuck it was, and people immediately, when it began, started screenshotting, screen recording, and then passing it around, knowing that the police are going to try to hide this shit, which happened almost immediately. As soon as the, this happened, they had, you know, their, you know how the news comes out, and they do, like, a little press conference on scene? They already started, like, spinning the story, and then putting out false lies, and not knowing that the video is out there and that we all see what happened. <laughs> That's so fucking crazy, dude. So what they claim and this and these claims are things that they said on video. Uh they were already getting their story together and they put out that there was an exchange of gunfire between the officer and uh Reed. Which if you watch the video, 
there was no exchange of gunfire. He literally got out of his car, got tased, and got shot. There was no moment where he pulled out a gun and started firing it. Because if we heard your gunfires and your taser, we would have heard him pull out a gun and start shooting. We would have yeah. heard and saw that. Like, that doesn't make any sense. Authorities say they had a loaded gun was found near the victim. And uh, they said they're processing the scene and they're be- it's believed to be his gun based off pictures that they sent online and shit. But then at the same time, the chief said that he also contradicted himself by saying, due to reports, they're unaware if it actually is his gun. So now people are saying, well, where's the show us the gun? Where's the weapon at then? Like if you're saying that you saw pictures of him online with this fucking weapon, let's see it. Let's, <laughs> like, let's fucking see it. And the police also added that they found 15 shell casings at the scene. Which, again, I counted 10 to 15 rounds being shot. And they say two of those rounds came from Reed's supposed gun, but did not strike the officer at all. And the officer shot back in self-defense. Yeah. Which, yeah. again, didn't happen. <laughs> uh, there was no body cam, like body cam footage release of the incident, which I'm not surprised. And uh, the officer who shot Reed was not identified. But he was put on... It was Okay, so he wasn't identified, but the chief did make a point to say that he was black. And I want to know why that's important. Why? Yeah. <laughs> like, I feel like you're trying to push something there by saying, well, what? It's a, a black guy's not a black guy. It's not that big of a... It's not a cop thing. No, it's still a cop thing, you bitch. Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and he was placed on administrative leave. So, you know, he's still getting paid just hanging out at home. And there is an eternal investigation going on right now that's been launched. And, uh... They, they address the uh, closed casket comment by saying that, oh, that wasn't the officer who shot him. That was the detective on scene. And that, that, that was in poor taste and not good conduct. With no fucking clue. Obviously. That was... <laughs> like, Even if it was in poor taste, like, how what? cold hard- like, Someone's dead in front of you, and that's, your, that's what you have to say? Like, that's the first thing you say, yeah. Looks like it's going to be a closed case, homie. So now the mayor of Indianapolis has asked the uh, U.S. Attorney's Office, along with the FBI, to monitor the investigation to make sure it gets done properly and there's no fuckery that happens. Because we know how police like to protect their own. There has also been no autopsy release yet, which I find troubling because... Uh, okay, yeah. so I pulled this from an article called A Bullet Can Kill One Person, But Sometimes 20 Don't. So in an article, it states that, like, it is a point of, point of view from an army medic who's, like, has seen people get shot, treated mm-hmm. them, and was going on to say that a man has survived, like, men have survived being shot, like, between 19 and 50 times and still live from it. And sometimes one bullet can kill somebody. Right. Your survivability just matters on, like, what gets hit, what doesn't get hit, how long it takes for you to bleed out, X, Y, Z. And as I'm reading that, I'm thinking it's extremely possible that the last words Reed heard were, it's going to be a close casket, homie. That sucks. And that's fucked up. Because we don't know where he got hit if he died instantly, but we know that he just got shot and died. So it's completely possible that the last words he heard was his murderer standing over him saying, it's going to be a closed casket. And which is fucking Jesus disgusting. Jesus Christ, dude. That sucks so much. And his family is the- obviously distraught that they had to bury their son, their brother. Uh, a lot of people attended the... Like, they went to the scene in protest. About 100 people joined, like... You know, immediately after it happened, protesting, chanting, like, no justice, no peace, things like that. 
And then another protest happened uh, that weekend that was actually stopped by police. The police showed up to this protest, a peaceful protest, and started firing those pepper spray bullets into the crowd to disperse them and arrested people. Showing how much they don't give a fuck about the black community. Because we're here protesting a murder at the hands of your people and that you're arresting us for it. Are you fucking kidding me? That sucks, dude. Like, uh, like what I mean, the most upsetting part about this is being able to see yourself in that victim. Like, I'm 24. I'm also in the military. Like, I can, I, I am him. I can see myself mm-hmm. in him. And knowing that with any uh, fucking wrong day, I can be out and get fucking shot by either two good old boy assholes right. or the police that are meant to fucking protect us from good old boy assholes. And it's scary, too, like... That we even, it, it just sucks that we have to think like that. And I know, like, I get scared sometimes going out because I live in North Carolina. Yeah. Um, and granted, I'm right outside of Charlotte. Charlotte's fine, but like, when you go out, out of I Charlotte, the main there's city, some, there's some real hick parts in North Carolina. Yeah. And it's like, my wife and I were an interracial couple. So, like, we've had issues, like, just going out into the little town that we live in. And it's, it's so, it's so weird and it's so backwards. <laughs> yeah, dude, it's such a regressive place and I hate it. And I hate feeling like sometimes I feel like I have you a stick out being able to go out with my wife because yeah. it's like, oh, it's okay. He's with a white woman. Like they're fine, but then also get looks like ew, she's gross. Like why would she do that? It it fucking sucks and it's whatever. And when it comes to like recording ourselves, there's always a second thought and there's actually so the, uh, the ACLU has developed an app which again is sad, but I'm glad it's a thing. So there's an app where you can like, it's called Mobile Justice. So how it's on iOS and Android, and how it works is like as soon as you know some shit pops off, you just hit record, and it's just recording a video. And no matter what happens, the video gets uh, will be uploaded to a cloud that can be accessible by. So if your phone fucking drops or they take it from you and shut it off, no matter what. As soon as it's done recording or shut, the phone shuts off, that video, it's uploaded to a cloud. You can get it later and have someone else get it for you later. So whatever is fucking happening to you, someone's going to see your point of view. And again, it's called Mobile Justice. It's free. I'm for the app right now. I didn't know about that. That's really cool. Yeah, it's free. Uh, the states that it's active in right now are Arizona, California, Colorado, Georgia, Maryland, Michigan, Minnesota, Mississippi, Missouri, Nebraska, New Jersey, Mexico, North Carolina, Oklahoma, Oregon, Pennsylvania, Virginia, and uh, Virginia and DC. It's only 18 states right now, but they're working to get the app out more. And uh, right now, they're trying to get a push to be in New York because that's where it needs to be the most, especially right now. <laughs> with all these people getting arrested for fucking social distancing. That's if you follow the Instagram, you see me rant cool. about that. But yeah, so. If you just as your own safety, what I mean is cool is the app. Yeah, not <laughs> not New York. Not what's going in New York. <laughs> so yeah, make so that just clear. keep yourself safe with that. I have it on my phone, on both my phone, work phone, and my personal phone, just in fucking case. My my dad has it. My brother has it. All my family. I make sure everyone fucking has it around me. <laughs> That's good. I like that. So yeah, this is a it's a real rant. <laughs> I still think like both of these cases like it they they both just suck in the sense that like again when we when it when it feels like maybe we're moving forward and it's like bam 
And not only that, did you see about what happened with a woman getting killed, a black woman getting killed in her own house? The fucking paramedic? Yeah, and they arrested yeah. her boyfriend for... Yes. <laughs> like, <laughs> you wanna, do you want to explain it? <laughs> I don't know all of it. I just, like, when I, when I read it, I was just like, not again. Like, this is fucking crazy. So like, I, I read a couple articles about it, and apparently what happened is the police went to go raid a house. They had a warrant for a raid, but they raided the wrong home. The home they were supposed to raid was on the opposite mm-hmm. side of the city. So they went to the wrong home in the middle of the night, stormed in, raided it, immediately started firing bullets and shit like that, killed the woman who's also a paramedic who has no criminal record whatsoever. Uh, the boyfriend obviously didn't react well to that because you stormed into his home and killed his fucking partner. Yeah. So they arrested him for uh, tampering with like police evidence and like assaulting an officer and shit like that he's sitting in prison for it he got charges the wife's dead and no one's being held accountable for it that's so fucking like ridiculous and neither one of them has had any record whatsoever there was no reason for them they got they went to the wrong house how do you raid the wrong house they didn't find shit they didn't find anything like and that goes to prove like where are you safe then like where are we safe you can't sit in your like, house we can't be outside we can't go to our churches we can't go to schools we can't be at our house like where do we go then like that sucks and it sucks yeah it just sucks so many things like about this the current affairs sucks. just suck dude it's like i don't know i already feel comfortable trying to go grocery shopping with my face covered like because now because <laughs> you see the videos on fucking online of like cops harassing black people in walmart like why do you got a mask on because we're supposed to Oh, you know who got harassed and she went on around about it? Who? Candace Owens. <laughs> ah! Uh, you know what? No. She, fuck her. Like, yo. Her and her like, and she, like Hitler nationalism bullshit. Fuck her. Yeah, she went on a rant about it, too. She's like, I'm not saying, like, I hate cops and they're just doing their jobs, but I don't understand why, like, I'm being targeted. I'm one of the good Bitch. ones. So. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I vote for Trump. What are you talking about? Like, stop. <laughs> yeah, that's just, see, you, you and Amarosa, <laughs> see? Look at y'all. <laughs> Fucking clowns. Yeah, so that happened. Oh, that, that's geez. a win in my book. Yeah. I guess we could try to break, or like go into something a little bit more light. Yeah, yeah, funny. yeah. I have a, I have a, a dumb crime. I'm proud of you. Hit me One with of those it. dumb crimes. Yeah, I'm excited about it. It's the, the dumb <laughs> you crime You told me you said, corner. hey, don't read this. <laughs> yeah. I even put it in the Google Drive. Don't read this bitch. <laughs> um, but yeah. So this man in Florida, his name is Patrick Rempe. He was arrested for trying to break into jail. Da-da. Yeah, there's okay. a little bit more. Yeah. So it was in Indian River County, Florida. This dude... Patrick, who's 24, this happened a few years ago, so probably like 25 now. No, 30. He's 30 now. We're the same age. Okay. Wow. <laughs> 30. What am I going to do this year? I'm just kidding. Breaking the jail. Um, yeah. He decided to break into the county jail by ramming his car into the front door. Oh, so it wasn't like he snuck in. That was... Okay. No. This bitch like drove into the front door trying to and like hit the fence and he tried to climb the fence he 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 was taken he was finally apprehended but like they 
the the police, like the local authorities, said that he was high on flaca. What you know that that drug flaca is like the synthetic drug that like makes people go fucking crazy. Oh, like, flaca is it like, is like, like a zombie type of drug. Yeah, it's kind of like that. Okay. It just makes him like feel super invincible. But he <laughs> he wanted to go visit his friends. Oh, that's what he said. He wanted to go visit his friends that were in jail. So hey, Saturdays for the boys, man. He was- <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he's like, fuck this, let's go. Yeah, like so in the pictures, he was like, he was he managed to like climb the fence and he got stuck in the barbed wire oh. in the fin- on top of a jail. Like yeah, he was stuck in the barbed wire. He ended up getting charged with aggravated assault on like law enforcement, and he did about like five thousand dollars worth of damage. Damn. And there was like three counts of uh, felony criminal mischief and leaving the scene of a crash with property damage under the un- uh, driving under the influence. I'm just so, imagining yeah. him like wrapped in barbed wire. Like what the fuck are you doing? Yo, I just want to see my if friends. You- <laughs> If you click in that article that I put in the Google Drive, you'll see it. Like if you scroll to the bottom, bro, like he's just stuck in it. Like it looks, <laughs> it looks rough. Like I would hate that. I just want to see my friend. <laughs> Imagine if they had like a spray bottle of like lemon juice and you're just like, no, get out of here. I'm stuck. I'm stuck. Please help me. Help me. I mean, that's a good friend. Like he, that's a ride or die right there. He was right, right. That's a ride or die. I really hope at least when he got to jail, like he got to be with his friends. They put him in isolation. Could you imagine? Damn. <laughs> friends, no. You can't fucking win. That would suck, dude. But yeah, that's my dumb crime. I thought that was funny. No, yeah, that was a good pod cleanser after all. <laughs> my blood pressure got up and it went right back down. So thank you for that. Right? It makes me so mad. I... Yes. <laughs> makes me mad. So, uh... That's the show. Enjoy the music coming up because it's actually by a listener who submitted it in. So support really? them because they're supporting us. Yeah. So, you know, make sure you go check them out. Um, That's all I got. You got anything to plug? Um, No. I mean, if you want to watch me stream, you can. Yeah, yeah. Go check it's out no Twitch. It's no biggie. Yeah. <laughs> I guess I can give people another fact about me. The last episode, they got a few. I drive a Toyota 4Runner. <laughs> all right so, something new about battle <laughs> something new every day <laughs> also i do want to no. say so on twitch i just read an article about how they're banning people for saying simp and i find that fucking hilarious <laughs> wait saying what simp what is that oh uh, so it means uh it's basically like a, a new word for like the nice guy like a, for doorway motherfuckers like white knights oh it's a new word for him everyone's calling him a simp and <laughs> Twitch is getting mad at people for calling people simps because that's bullying. Oh, that's... I didn't know that. So, battle, don't call anybody a simp. I won't call anybody a simp. I... So, on my streams, like, every time I finish a stream or start a stream, I'll be like, I just like to give a shout out to all my sponsors, like, for giving me all this stuff, and I don't have any sponsors on it. Like, yeah. (laughs) Like, I like my sponsors, and it's really nice, and people are just like, click, they just leave. (laughs) (laughs) It's cool, it's cool. Yeah. And shout out to our sponsor this episode. Yeah. Me, myself, and I. <laughs> yeah. We'll play your uh we'll play your commercial in the middle of it. Yeah, I'll just it's just yeah. me eating cool ranch Doritos. That'd be good. Oh, you could put the uh conversation between you and your dad in but for one of the spots. <laughs> I was talking to people while you're talking to dad about snakes. So <laughs> So yeah, I think that's it for me. Bye. Yeah.
Bye. over to the flute player.